Oh my goodness! Guess who just turned 38 years old? I'll give you a hint. It used to be my guest, but starting today it's also me. That can only mean one thing. That I, Gavin Viano, have joined our guest, Roscoe P., as a 38-year-old. What's up, my friend? How are you? What's up? Nice to have you. Uh, as old as me. That's always encouraging. It's a really, it's a really special day here on the podcast. It's a, it's a Gav Money birthday edition. It's day before Thanksgiving edition. Right. Uh, club, club a, shilling, I, as you called it, Club Kurt Schilling. Club Schilling with me. Which, uh, by the way, a cooler club back in 2004 than here in 2016. Yeah. But whatevs. Not, not as cool of a club now. No. no. Guess, guess who agrees with me? The entire state of Rhode Island. Thanks for bankrupting yeah. us, Kurt Schilling. And we yeah, are already uh, off the reservation, but still running for yeah. A couple things, couple things. You may hear a voice in the background that y'all might remember from the illustrious Memorial Day Jam 2015. My brother Alex, the Aviator Viano, back with us, and our good friend, friend of the show and pundit Cindy Cindy Harrington, also here. We are actually live from Cindy Harrington's home, so we're getting it done in South Boston. We're Sorry. glad. We're glad to have y'all here. All right. Hey, uh, am I going to mess you up? Another reason this is a special show is I am, uh, as we discussed a minute ago, I'm back on Team iPhone for the first time in, in nearly two years. So now we can we can FaceTime We're FaceTime. Show, but like you usually do with your guests, but we haven't been able to do is I haven't had an iPhone. But when I've, when I've done this in the past, I like to walk around. I like to be unencumbered. Is that going to mess you up if I'm like... Bobbing and weaving here. Here, Here's what I know. One, you're breaking the fourth wall in a good way. Two, (laughs) Andrew Patterson, friend of the show, pundit of the show, just like Cindy. Oh, yeah, he was like walking his dog. Homeboy does the same thing. The only person, and and by the way, and I know you have a hard stop at 745, which is like less than 40 minutes from now, but whatever, we'll, we'll chug this out. By the way, fans, hold on for the premise of the show. We'll get there. But if you read the title, you already know. Anyway, it's my birthday. I do what I want. Anyway, so uh, Tom McCarthy, our good friend, Walpole High, Go Rebels, Assumption College, Go Greyhounds, uh, Build a Machine, Go Builders. Tom McCarthy threw me. (laughs) Tom McCarthy threw me for such a loop last year. He was walking around. His doors were creaking. He was walking a dog. He was paying attention to everything but being on the show. And I love you, Tom, my boy. But the only person to ever throw me by walking around was T-Mac. And the reason for it was that he was outside. And I found myself drawn to the clouds. Boom. Said it. Anyway, so you're fine. You both smoking a lot of pot outside. I was not. I can speak for myself. <laughs> I can speak for myself. Okay. I do the show on the reg. We'll on the reg. We'll All right. So here's what we're doing. Speaking of frontman and Tom McCarthy, is you know he's he's one half of the frontman of Building Machine with our boy Mike Quasi, Sarah. Quasi Peace out to Mike Sarah. Um, Roscoe, you and I seated the first eight of the sixteen man and or woman greatest frontman of all time tournament about two three weeks ago. We then put it to a vote. The fans have spoken. Are you ready to People fill the bracket out? Tonight we're going to fill the bracket out. We're going to seed the tournament, and we're going to let people know what the first round matchups are. And we're going to do all of that in the next, like, 36 minutes. Yeah. Well, I should say, we didn't actually seed the, uh, the – we, we picked the first eight automatic qualifiers. We didn't seed them. Correct. We picked the first eight names uh, in the dance, and now the, 
the people have spoken. The last eight names are now the pieces of the puzzle have been filled, and now they are seated. We'll announce all of that here. Correct. So let's just remind everybody, and I definitely want to uh, utilize Cindy and Alex as well on their takes, but in the dance already, David Lee Roth, Freddie Mercury, Axl Rose, Mick Jagger. Those were all people who were unanimously on the selection committee's original docket. John Bon Jovi snuck in, not snuck in, but got in uh, emphatically. All right, he emphatically got in. Steven Tyler made his way in, and we also decided to go special. Should I just leave now? What do you mean? I can't really live in a world where Steven Tyler won and Bon John, whatever his fucking name. John Bon Jovi. Yeah. John Bon Jovi. They both got in. (laughs) They both got in. Okay. Okay. But Chuck D got in as the only rapper to front the band. Wow. And Chris Cornell got in because Chris Cornell is Chris Cornell. He's unbelievable. Okay, but wait, were there any those preliminaries or? Well, the, yeah, we talked about a lot of people. Okay. Okay. And the, we basically got an eight. Now, I'm bottom line, that John Bon Jovi and that fucking Steven Tyler are like literally the biggest pieces of white trash ever. On the yeah, but guys. but but this is. This is like frontman city. No, you know I'm taking away from your shy. Do your shy. No, no, no. You're doing fine. This is the, the voice of descent. My brother, the aviator. And it's okay. <laughs> now, now. That's like to me. It's like saying, "Oh, John Bon Jovi versus the boss." Yeah, but the boss doesn't count. I, I, I understand what you're saying. Because he fronts his own. He fronts his own. Listen to the first podcast. Yeah. So anyway, here we go. Here we go. The thing is this. Those guys are already in, so they don't matter anymore until we actually do this in episode Yo. three. Now, people that the fans liked, okay, Kurt Cobain, Bono, Scott Weiland, Eddie Vedder, Dave Grohl, Robert Plant, Anthony Kiedis, and several more are on the docket. Roscoe, I'm going to reveal the votes of the, the fan choices for this tournament. Yeah, Sound good? Great. Okay. The number one vote-getter of people who weren't already in, Nirvana's own Kurt Cobain. Is what it is. Is there any problem with that? I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I, you know, I, I, uh, I think that's a fair choice. I think certainly we, we tend to forget, I think, because, you know, Nirvana's career was very short due to Kurt's death. Guilty. That all of this kind of grunge thing and the alternative explosion that happened in the early '90s was largely due to Nirvana. That started. was kind of the first. Yeah, "Smells Like Teen Spirit" was the first big song that that made that all happen. So um, I have no problem with it. I don't know that he's going to go especially far in the in the tournament, but I have no problem with him being in. There. Yeah, Kurt's an interesting. Like he's an icon. Like yeah. he's and he, he he literally ruined like seven. Thousand glam rock bands sticks at once, right? Which is significant. Yeah, and he was the front of the band, but I don't know that he was like he's not doing leg splits in the air and spandex like David Lee Roth. Though it's kind of a tough thing to say. All right, he's right. in. Kirk Cobain, welcome to the day. He's in. Wait. He's in. What do you got, Al? No, I was just going to say, is that one of your kind of the requisites? Is that a criterion? Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. So really, it, really quickly it, to review for the folks, because, again, a lot of folks haven't listened to this either. Of course not. It's a combination of sizzling Euro dance moves. Oh, shit, okay. So he's, he's out. Right, but it's also 
Are you the front person of an actual band? So Bruce Springsteen in he the was, E Street Band? No. no. Oh, of course. Of Prince of the New Power Jason? No. No, you have to be the front in, man of right, an actual right, band, correct. which is not named after you. Correct. So you can't be after Dave Matthews last. Band. You don't count. You don't. Right, right, right. Like, yes, Dave, you're the lead singer of a band named after you. Right. No. But like Rico Case, the guitars, who's not in, no. could be in. It could be. Of okay. Course, yeah. Okay. So anyway, Kurt Cobain is clearly the lead singer of a real band. Now. Right. All right, Bono and Scott Weiland and Eddie Vedder are the next level of people who got votes. I have no problem with Bono, clearly a front man, like doesn't even play a guitar, which reminds me a lot of, I don't know, myself, um, <laughs> but like the million billionaires version of myself as a singer and front man. So Bono's in, I, if anybody has any issues with that, I'd be surprised, but Roscoe, you first, what do you got? Uh, I'm, I'm good with Bono. I don't really have any. I, I like the uh, the names that we've chosen for the tournament. I don't really have any issues with any of them. But you were expressing some hesitation about Eddie Vedder, and I kind of felt Ooh. the same thing too. I'm not really sure why. Maybe we should. All right, let's hash that, that out, and maybe we can even use the peanut gallery for that. So, so yeah. the bottom line is, we had eight spots left in the tournament. Kirk Cobain got the most votes of all the people who voted. Okay. Thank you to the fans for voting and the pundits for voting. Appreciate that. Right. Check us out at philipbusterfreestyle.com. But Vetter, Bono, and Scotty Weiland, who, frankly, I just can't get enough Scott Weiland. <laughs> and they got the next most Scott votes. Scott Weiland can't get enough Scott Weiland. Well, yeah. Well, Scott, Scott Weiland pours some out for Scott Weiland. Yeah. But Weiland, he's took a long time. For the that. point is, I feel like Scott Weiland is absolutely a front man. Yeah. I feel like Bono is quintessentially a front man. See, I took... Eddie Vedder I'm still trying to understand your criteria because you, <laughs> you, keep, you keep going back like I understand the band like that's I understand that from the beginning but, yeah but you're talking about like doing like leg flips it's, like, it's like distinctiveness that. of voice right, I want to know the actual like, each each tenant of this alright well the good news is we covered this in episode one and uh, I haven't I, yeah. to it, I so know how you can me. find out <laughs> <laughs> why don't you listen to the filibuster freestyle and you'll find I out I fucked up I fucked no, up no don't just up. don't swear um, no, it's okay alright here are the five criteria here are the five criteria Number one, sizzling dance moves slash stays presence. Number two, really? That's it's know. one of the five. Twenty uh, okay. percent of the okay. criteria. Okay. Number two, well, Kurt Cobain. Good right, but okay, but number two, singing ability. Like, are you a good singer? Do you have range? Ooh, that's, okay. That's, How do you fit? Okay. Number three, though, distinctiveness of voice, which is close to number two, but it's important because do I know your voice? Do you fit your band's you, motif? You have an iconic voice. Correct. Yes. Correct. Okay. Number so Bono, four. Eddie Bono, Vedder. Eddie Vedder, Kurt Cobain. I know it's you. You can pick it out of the crowd. I know it's you. I know it's Kurt Cobain. I know it's Dave Grohl. I know it's right. Robert of Plant. Oh, of course. Okay. Number four, X Factor, It Factor, and or legendary parting stories or road stories. So, for instance, oh, okay. like if you bring the pain on the road, right, so you guys that's came points. To play. Yeah, we came to play. Thanks for showing up. And the fifth Why one cool. is commercial success and or critical acclaim. So if you factor fair, all fair. that in, now we're talking. Right. So again, now that's how Bon Jovi gets in. That's how Stephen Tyler gets in. That's how I would disagree. <laughs> okay, but we can't do but, that but yet. We can't do that. So, yeah. <laughs> but we can do. What we can do is talk. Go back about to it. what you were talking about. Oh boy, that's that's real. That's, that's not real. Right. We have a malfunction on our long trail pale ale. But the bottom line is, we played the wedding. Uh, this is off the rails here, but. Drilling Threes did play the wedding of the heiress to the Long Trail. No way, really? Yeah, throne. And uh, really? we're not drinking that beer. So, unofficial sponsor of the week. Anyway. 
She's the O. Henry Candy Bar heiress. The O. Henry Candy Bar heiress, exactly. All right. So anyway, back to Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder, distinct voice. Eddie Vedder. Totally. Legend of a legendary band, frontman of a frontman. I just think he's more of a musician songwriter than he is a frontman. He happens to front the band, but, but like he's the antithesis right. of a frontman. Right, but he's got no sizzling hero. No sizzling hero dance moves. Um, but distinctive voice, commercial and critical success. I don't know any of their partying stories, which is probably indicative of them not being off the chain partiers no. uh, or locking it up real nice. And uh, I don't know. So Eddie Vedder is my biggest gripe in that I agree that he's iconic. I don't know that he's a front man. I don't know that he's going to get very far in this tournament. Also, I would argue that he is the third best front man out of the Seattle, like, big four. And, right. and, and if you give unofficial stepchild SDP, like, a look in that, he's the fourth best. Right. He beats Lane Staley because Lane Staley decided to I'm not going to get into the Scott Weiland stuff yet, but Lane Staley fared worse on the heroin problem than Scott Weiland did, and they both fared terrible because heroin always wins. But Yeah. Roscoe, do you have any problem with Eddie Vedder being in the field? No, I mean, part of what I'm, I'm thinking about, I'm going back to the list I was working off on the first one, is I don't know that there's really anybody who didn't get in and what I'd like to do is when we announce the field, which we should probably do here in a minute, just announce the seedings and everything, mm. I'm going to give you my first four out. Nice. Like they do oh. the NCAA. Roscoe P. Right, my, my first four out. And let's see if maybe any of those four bump Seti Vetter here. We okay. Can, we can get a late, okay. Late We've got a consensus committee here to do that. I'm not sure there's anybody on my list who I'm going to argue. Like, I'm not really upset that someone who didn't get in didn't get in. I'm not okay. that worked up about it. But I'll, I'll give you my first four out, okay? And uh, and we'll see if maybe uh, Eddie gets bounced on the lack of his sizzling Euro dance moves. Lack, lack of. I mean, I saw him do the Harry Carey, take me out to the ball game during the World Series. That was great, and it was great. Thank you, Cindy. You're right, but that wasn't Harry Carey wasn't the front man of Van Halen, now was he? Um, just saying. Now, no, he was not. Cindy or Alex, you have any problem with Eddie Vedder potentially being in this mix? No, absolutely not. I will say this. One thing that Eddie Vedder was famous for back yeah. in like 1990 when I obviously was too young to watch them, but I've seen the videos. He used to climb all the mm. way to the top. Even flow video. Oh, uh, that's true. Of that's, the a, stage. Yeah, that's a pretty system. And then he used to yeah. come down. Like, he, and he would like to do a trust fall. Exactly. He would oh, do a trust fall. Right. See, and this is why the aviator is here. So that's a well, good it's point. Because I wasn't even old enough to know it, but. You saw that even flow video. Um, I've watched enough. <laughs> Documentaries tonight. Yeah. All right, so Eddie Vedder actually, maybe secretly, we're just thinking of Eddie Vedder at like fifty. Oh, we go. But Eddie Vedder at right. twenty-five yeah, was actually 25 doing too. some stuff. And we forget about the fact right. that he was the antithesis to the frontman. So Correct, like, because think, really the so Kurt Cobain like, era. Criteria, by your criteria, then he shouldn't even be involved. However, but he should he was, be because he's got other skills. Exactly. Okay. All right. So we we're feeling pretty good about Eddie, but I want to hear Roscoe's first four out. All right. Other votes that definitely get people in. First of all, Prince got 9.7% of the vote, but guess what? Again, yeah. Prince is a solo artist with a backing not, band. Not eligible, right. Revolution is not counted. Neither does the new power generation. And guess what? Nobody Prince, you would win this if you were eligible, yeah. but you're not eligible. Or, or Michael Jackson would. 
Right. Rock with ya. Anyway, um, Bruce Springsteen got a considerable part of the vote. Again, Bruce Springsteen, not eligible, and Roscoe's arch nemesis. I think people did that just to razz me. That's what I think. Voice, act- <laughs> Voice actor Keith Norton and Rutgers alum, that is State University of New Jersey, definitely yeah. put Bruce, quote unquote, freaking Springsteen in the, in the poll. Bruce yeah. freaking Springsteen and all his derivatives are not eligible. He's the frontman of his own band. He's got a hardcore fan following, though. So oh, you gotta no. Understand again, that. again, right. besides yeah. Roscoe, yeah. everybody can agree yeah. that he's You're a legend. You're disqualified if you are the lead name in any If Dave story. Matthews right. is not, if not eligible, Bruce Springsteen yeah, exactly. cannot right. be eligible. Yeah, no, that's fair. Okay. So anyway, those guys are not in. But Dave Grohl, Robert Plant also got 7.3% of the vote. They are in. I don't think anybody's in trouble with that. In and in. Okay. 5% of the vote. The legendary Anthony Kiedis. Red Hot Chili Peppers. I love it. I love it. Throwing fire. Yeah, he has the distinction of being um, the worst singer Mm -hmm. to be in a Hall of Fame level band, right? Like, there's no better band with a worse singer than Anthony Kiedis. that's That's a hot take. Good rapper. Um... Distinctive voice. Distinctive. Siz- it's the band. Yeah. Like when I talk about sizzling Euro moves, like my man is the sizzle. Yeah, a lot of sizzle. Um, handsome is F. Sure. That matters. Uh, longevity, commercial success, critical success. Anthony Kiedis, welcome to the party, my friend. Yeah, you're in. Put your By the way, I tried to say in. I'd be there. <laughs> All right. So Anthony Kiedis is in. Now, I think Stadium Arcadium automatically qualifies him. Absolutely. Stadium Arcadium is great. So we're up to like a number of pieces. I think we're at 13 now, Roscoe, right? I'm trying to figure out who. I know one you didn't say. I'm just looking at the at the seeds here. I think you've said everybody except one. Who did I miss? Well, the guy, the guy I put in at the end. Oh, well, I haven't said him yet. Because I wanted yeah, to no, say I this. I tried not to say him. I wanted to say this. We've got 15 in there. We've got 15 right? in. And the people who we, we nominated and didn't get a lot of votes, they all got they all got two percent of the vote or less. Gwen Stefani, of no doubt, not single, not like solo artist Gwen Stefani. They all, they, they all have something in common. They all have something in common. Stevie Nicks, Lionel Richie, Phil Collins, all had bigger solo success than they had in their original bands. Is that fair? Mm. Uh, Stevie Nicks? I don't know. Fleetwood Mac's bigger than Stevie Nicks. That's They're bigger, enough. but do you remember Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac, or do you remember yeah. from? From Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Okay. She was a full woman anyway. Lindsey Buckingham. Well, that's and that was what we kind of talked about a little bit. Now, I also had some votes. Our boy Marco Saldana from from uh, Marky Sal Waldecor. Oh yeah, with we'll Chris. put in anybody he wants. Who does he want? He, well, he went with your he went with your second arch enemy, Chris Martin of Coldplay. Oh, okay, he's not. In he's there. out. Right, exactly. That's what I thought you'd say. <laughs> yeah. uh, our buddy. Oh, Car- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marcos, you had Carpalage, except if you said two guys' names. One of them was Chris Martin. Sawi. <laughs> you could have said anybody but Chris Martin. You would have been in. You would have. You would have let him. You would have let him, Tom York. And you don't even like Tom York. You no, no, I don't like Tom York either. No. But I would let him over for Chris Martin. Well, yeah, but neither one of them are in now. Lane Staley got a nod. Iggy Pop got a nod. Maynard James Keenan got a late nod from That's our boy Carl Ray. That's interesting. So yeah. did, you know Mike Patton, who I don't even remember who he sang for. Michael, 
Now, Michael, like that, that's right. Faith, Faith No More, more was... No more okay. Oh, my God. God, yeah. He's pretty good. But he's like a poor man's Anthony Kiedis, if I'm not really. He's totally oh, is. And Kiedis is in, so forget about it. No. That's actually not a bad Michael Stipe and Michael Hutchins, two people I want to mention as like... Yeah. Michael Hutchins. Love it. I love I Michael, like Michael Hutchins. Pam, pam, pam. Pam, pam, I mean, in excess. No, oh, honestly, my God. What could have been? So fucking underrated. So I'm effing not. underrated. Absolutely. Now... I would put any of those people in as a 16th spot, but Roscoe P decided that there is one more person the selection committee just can't ignore, mm. even though he's going to be a four seed and go against his risk manager equivalent in the first round. Roscoe, please tell us who it is. Well, he's the reason we're doing this in the first place. He's the quintessential, just as Joel Gertner of ECW fame was the quintessential stud muffin. This guy I'm about to name. Nice reference is the quintessential frontman. This is the reason we're doing the tournament. The, the One of the great frontmen of all time. Because he had to be. Because the band stinks, and he stinks, and they can't play, so they had to put on a great show. I'm talking, of course, of Paul Stanley. Of oh, Kiss. Of course. Yes. The star child. I, I didn't think I would be invited to the show earlier. Cool. <laughs> but since you asked me so nicely... I decided to enter the tournament. <laughs> Paul Stanley, Cold Jen of Kiss, is in as literally. So every year, those of you who watch NCAA Basketball Selection Show, generally one of the three guaranteed 16 seeds is from the SWAC, the MEAC, or the Northeast Conference. Right. Which, let's call him Wagner. He's Wagner. <laughs> He's, he's in the he's dance. Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah. He's Florida Gulf Coast. They actually won some games. This guy's got no chance, and I'll tell you City. why. Because I'm putting him up against what I believe to be the white hot, the original, and the better version. Not the original, the better version of him. And yeah, I'll, get no. to that. And I'll get to that in a second. But don't you worry, because his name might be Diamond David Lee Roth. Because Diamond David Lee Roth is a one seed in this tournament. Oh, it's right. only to defeat Paul Stanley in the first round and move on. Right. I would say both of them are as... About as much of a front man. Right. David Lee Roth. See, here's the, but here's the difference. David Lee Roth... <laughs> I had to contend fronted with... A, f- fronted a band full of phenomenal musicians. Mm, of course. Paul Stanley fronted a band that had to wear makeup and do fireworks to get anybody to go to the show. Gene Simmons is still a fucking So that's the big difference. And that's where they're going to... the genius of Paul Stanley. And that's where they're going to face off in round one. So, yeah. all right. Instead of doing the seeds, let's. You want to do the bracket matchups? Why don't we do the. Yeah, let's do the brackets right now. Okay. Let's, let's okay. reveal the brackets. Okay. Okay. No, uh, so, here's, uh, so here's the charisma bracket. Cindy, yeah. I want your takes. Yeah. Number me. one seed, David Lee Roth against the aforementioned Paul Stanley. Number two versus three, Kurt Cobain versus Dave Grohl. What do we think? Wow. Oh, boy. Mind oh, blown. Boy. Mind is blown. <laughs> That matchup may actually decide the fate of the entire championship. It might decide the fate of the universe. Let's be honest. And I'm not going to get exactly. And I'm not going to get into that yet because we're going to do a volume three. But those oh, two. Oh, I thought you had a hot take on it. You're saving that for volume three? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my only hot take. Here's my hot take in, 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 in one sentence. Over the long term, clearly David, David Grohl is a better frontman than Kurt Cobain. Yes. But would David Grohl even exist if not for oh. Kurt Cobain? Mind is blown. Chicken, really? egg. Chicken really? and the egg. Catch 22. It's a quandary. Chicken and the egg. 
So David Lee Roth and Paul Stanley might be the one in four seeds, but my prediction is the winner of the Kurt Cobain-Dave Grohl matchup is going to win the bracket. Or wow. win, win, that, win yes. that subdivision. I think Dave Grohl would absolutely ex- exist without Kurt Cobain. Correct. In some manifestation. Right, but would he be the front man of the Foo Fighters? He would eventually be the front front man of the Foo Fighters. Okay. I agree. But Kurt gave him a platform and a vacuum. I think he was just too fucking narcissistic. Ooh, that's a hot take. Look at every single... (laughs) Sorry, Dave Grohl. (laughs) Every single Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Dave Grohl has got to be the man to be the man. Like, above the person who's actually being inducted, he is obsessed with himself. Which actually matters. Well, like, rightly so. Well, that's so, what front men do. Talented. That's what front he's men do. He's extremely talented. I do feel like he would have made it a point to get with the right person. I think he just loves he music so too much. And I he's think so he talented. Would, yeah, I think he would have made himself... Yeah, I, think, I do feel like Dave Grohl would have been a famous and working and successful musician. I do not know if he would be in this prestigious tournament if not for <laughs> Kurt Cobain and we'll figure that out in round three now I'll figure that out the Energizer Bunny bracket which means the, the, the guys that just keep going and going and going number one seed you gotta bring it my cousin Andrew Brown is an unbelievable impression of the man <laughs> Mick Jagger Sir Mick, Mick Jagger strong number one you might seed. as well just end the, end the right. conversation okay so alright so alright so really quickly there's never been a better front man in the history of front men alright so that's a hot take from Big uh, Al I disagree. But then Cindy's bringing it. Okay. Roscoe, stay tuned. What, 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 what was the take that Mick, that deserved better, better? My brother Mick said Jagger. that Mick, Mick, end the conversation. Mick Jagger is the guy. He's, what is he, yeah, 80 years old? He's still the best <laughs> front man. He's the best front man ever to do it. But we've also heard, end the conversation, Freddie Mercury's the best yeah. guy. We've also had that. So that. Cindy's Freddie Mercury? Yeah. Freddie Mercury was, what, 10 years? Hence, hence the tournament. This is why we need a tournament. Yeah, you're right. USA. This is great stuff. This is great stuff. I don't care who's the president. This is better than all that. So Cindy is definitely part of the Andrew Patterson, Cindy Harrington coalition of Freddie Mercury is going to be tough to beat. Yep. Mm. Yep. And you're standing by that, Cindy? 100%. No, he's okay. great. He's great. It's all but, depends on longevity versus... Correct. And that's going to be... Very it's going to matter on the matchups. But that's why we're actually grouping... So, for instance, the Energizer Bunny bracket is... Four guys who've been around forever and keep doing it. So Mick Jagger is clearly the number one seed there. The fourth seed, the well, aforementioned the Eddie Vedder. No, in the guys who've done it forever. For now. Eddie Vedder. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> 25 years. Okay, no, close enough. 25 years is pretty, pretty damn good. Years <laughs> okay, Okay. right. So we just had a four non-blonde reference over here, by the way. It was pretty good. Wow. Um, bon Jovi is the two seed. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Where's Alex Bono? Alex Bon Jovi. He's a... Fucking Bono. You know what's amazing, Alex? Guess who's going against Bon Jovi in round one? Better fucking win. Bono. Better And win. by the way, ladies and gentlemen who listen to this family podcast, God damn my brother is part of my family and he is lighting it up. And that's fine. <laughs> no censorship. I just podcast. don't know that I can edit this out because it's great. So the point is, this is why it's 16 studs in the tournament. And the point is, you get Jagger against Vetter. Huge matchup. And as soon as my brother, who's not a Bon Jovi guy, even though Cindy's a Bon Jovi gal, yep. hears Bon Jovi's name, he says, where's Bono? The matchup is literally, yeah. thanks to the seating right. committee, Bono, 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 Bono. <laughs> you too. New Year's Day. He had two careers, not one, two careers. Right? He's also a diplomat, the UN or something. Which he also is saved the Not world. part of the criteria, not part of the no, criteria. criteria. Right. So getting water to underprivileged people, not part of the criteria. Yeah, I don't care. However. Only thing I would say. Only thing I'd say, and are we talking about him or are we not talking about him? Just give me your quick take on him. My quick hot take on him is 
1996, Oasis. They win the Brit Awards. Yes. Noel Gallagher comes out and says, Hasbins should never present to Gunna Bees. And oh. You know what? And you know what? Bono, this is to Bono, he's saying this. Bono actually had a second career starting in 2000, 2001 when they came out with... Uh, hello, hello, hola. <laughs> That's I think it was uh, <laughs> Ali Hans, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, or what he said was basically, you're a Hasman. He had a better second career. The Noel Gallagher had a career. Maybe he had an entire career. And even though Oasis is fucking awesome. They were amazing. But Bono had a 1980s to... 1990s, yeah. Career? Yeah. And then he had a 2000 to still going career. Correct. Nobody's done that. So essentially Noel Gallagher filled a vacuum that didn't matter because Eddie no, Vedder was bigger. Be any- no, no, no. My point is this. Noel Gallagher is only, on the, awesome. is only on the list because you just brought him up, but you brought him up because he disparaged Bono. It's a good story, though. You know? But the point is Bono made good on that because Bono, like... Basically, was Nelson Mandela's best friend, saved the world, and had a better career. Roscoe, you good with that? You basically told Bono to go fuck him. Good. Okay. No, sorry. Energizer Bunny bracket is going to be hotly contested because all those guys have very long and illustrious careers. By the way, if Noel or Liam Gallagher wants to come on the freestyle, probably Liam because I just pretty much crapped all over Noel. And I know you guys hate each other. Come on the show, brother. <laughs> yeah, but no everything. By the way, follow us on Twitter. Follow Roscoe P at Roscoe P Funk. Follow me at Roscoe G Funk, aka Gavin Viano. Anyway, <laughs> um, they're both city fans. Okay, this one is the epic voice bracket, and it's a little bit of a more of a distinct voice bracket. But number one seed Axl Rose. Number four seed Anthony Kiedis. The number two seed, Robert Plant. Very strong two seed. Oh, man, he should be a number one seed. And then the number three seed is Roscoe P's personal hero and an illustrious singer-songwriter, front man, Chris Cornell. I love Chris Cornell. Gorgeous man, gorgeous man, gorgeous voice. Yes. The champion just might come out of this. Because he wrote the songs versus Robert Plant, he did not. Is that why? He's the one seed because he was a unanimous But, like, Robert Plant is, like... Here's the thing. Okay, actually, this is a good question. Was there Robert Plant who's even closer? Robert Plant is a victim of the fact he's too old that he invented being a frontman, but he's very. If you watch a Led Zeppelin show live, he's very boring. His sizzling Euro moves don't sizzle, and they're it's, not European. Even though he's European, that's a problem, Robert. P.S. Jimmy Page and John Bonham overshadowed him enough. To make it questionable That's if right. he is the... No, he's clearly the front man, he's clearly the, but is he the leader of the band? I don't think so. That's a great argument. And that's why he's not a one seed. That's your argument. Yeah. And I would say, and I don't want to show my hands too much, that eventually if Axel doesn't win, it's going to be because Slash as much is yeah. important as F2. But I'm putting Axel ahead of Robert Plant in this vernacular. Which because I, fair, I because think, I've I seen... 99% of bands is the same thing. True. But that's okay. Like, Anthony Kiedis now has no chance because he literally has to contend with both John Bershante and Flea. However, and however, Smith. Like, yeah, but Anthony Kiedis is a four seed for a reason. Well, of course. Because he's contending with Flea. But, but if I can and as Roscoe you. pointed out, he's the worst singer in the bot. Gosh darn it. Yeah, that's true. Agreed. All right. Well. Roscoe P. Any hot takes in the matchups between Freddie Mercury... Oh, sorry. I'm showing my hand, but don't worry. We all know Freddie's Brian in. Brian May. But... Uh, Axel versus Anthony Kiedis, Robert Plant versus Chris Cornell. I mean, 
We know that you're going to – I know you're going to bring a hot Chris Cornell take. And I made it really hard for you against Robert Plant. How do you feel about that? Well, um, he did make it hard for me. Uh, I think we really have five number one seeds in this tournament. And we just have to pick four. I mean, Plant is certainly – like, there, any any argument you make for Robert Plant, you can make for anybody else. Like, he, mm. he there's we have five guys who deserve to be number one sure. seeds. We can only pick four. So yeah. he was the odd man. Yeah. Um, Chris Cornell, I actually just read, uh, it was just as the headline, read the article, but I don't know, did, did you know that, that Temple of the Dog played some shows? You know that, that yes. they I, toured? I heard the rumor, yes. It happened, yeah. It was a very small tour. They did a couple shows on the East Coast, a couple shows on the West Coast. Um, oh, but yeah. it's, it's the 25th anniversary of the Temple of the Dog Which record. Which is great. I never, had the tape cassette. Yeah. It was awesome. They, they, they never days. toured because they were yeah. busy being in Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. Honestly. Uh, so they toured. <laughs> And the, the article was about Chris Cornell and how he has now ascended into that top level of rock and roll frontman with, ironically, Robert Plant, one of the people that was mentioned as somebody he, he's now on that level with, which uh, I agree. Chris Cornell is probably the best songwriter we have in this uh, in this field, I would say. Um, I don't know that he has the sizzling <laughs> charisma of no. some of the other guys. Well, but, enough, uh, well, yeah, I think Alex made a good point. Enough, though, which is... Chris Cornell doesn't need to waste his time. He came at a different time. So. With the crap. Well, yes. two things. One, he came out of that grunge era where they were trying not, yeah, not to really to be, vamp. Yes, they weren't yeah. being rock stars. Right? But in number he's two, still had, yeah. he's still handsome as f, and his voice yeah. is yeah. and his voice his voice is handsome as f. He did Ave Maria. Magical. Dude. He did Ave Maria, dude, as my brother just said, and he and was Ave convincing. Maria. The man is the best voice. I I'm love I love life. Chris Cornell Chris against yeah. Robert Plant because you know what the winner like of that I like it because all the the criteria you guys have created Chris Cornell easily is the guy he's in the Al loves being definitive I like it I like it <laughs> I'm just thinking about I'll tell you what if we get to a stalemate on the yeah. last show we're calling Al on the spot <laughs> yeah. if he picks up. He answers if he doesn't, he doesn't, and we're going to see what happens. I'm just thinking that, about uh, my, my hot take on the epic voice bracket is that it is what uh, World Cup soccer types would call the group of death. Group of death. Group of death, That's yeah. Group of death right there. And yeah, come strong, the group of death, strong, strong, strong AF, you might say. Strong AF. A, strong as AF, absolutely. Okay, <laughs> finally, and this is the other really strong bracket in my mind. Also strong. The triple threat bracket. Mm. And I named it this because these guys, for some reason or another, fit multiple other categories, and I just wanted them to party with each other a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? So we got the number one seed to Cindy and Andrew Patterson's point when this whole thing started, Freddie effing Mercury, okay? I do think that if Robert Plant was the original like front of a super group, Freddie Mercury took that, made it more theatrical, he brought the pipes, not the same voice, but distinctive and, dis- and dominant and phenomenal. I don't know that he wrote all the songs himself, but them as a songwriting collective Almost. was phenomenal. Queen's a super group. Also, crazy story that my man like was one of the first AIDS casualties. Like, yeah, of course so. Yeah. Right. So this is the triple threat bracket, and he is the, the bell cow, if you will, Freddie Mercury, one seed, versus the most... Outlandish seed of the tournament, but who I love, and I hate to put him against Freddie Mercury, Chuck D, Hall of Famer, fronter of a rap group, Public Enemy's own. I'm just glad Chuck D's in the party. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's the coolest pick. He's, he's the coolest guy in the bracket, that's he's for sure. the coolest pick. If this was coolest frontman of all time, Chuck D, yeah. Chuck D, you holler at me, dog, if you're mad at only, me, you would win. Right, and the only reason like you have to say to Chuck D is that he doesn't necessarily qualify as, I mean, like, it's him plus Flavor Flav, right? Correct, but like and he's the like, unquestioned leader of the band. He's the front man. And as and yeah. Roscoe and I talked about on our first show, like, no, you're right. with you're right. Fife and, and, and Q-Tip or with most well, rappers, was real fucking there, was, there was a 50-50 or a 60-40. This is definitely like a 75-25 no, of the best. Chuck D's the leader right. and lead singer if, right. or performer. One thing I think that benefits yeah. someone yeah. like uh, Freddie Mercury is that he literally is... Yeah, no Fre- question. He's the yeah, Freddie's Freddie's front of that band. Freddie Freddie's probably the one seed here. But now, final pairing of the night, and I I could talk about these two guys. Well, actually, one of these two guys forever. One is I I believe a guy who's not going to get a lot of love from at least my brother, but he he's iconic. <laughs> he's from the city I am right now sitting in and was born and on my birthday. Stephen Tyler of Aerosmith. God damn it. Now. <laughs> He's either the rich man something or the poor man something, but he's definitely the unquestionable frontman of an iconic band, big time voice, great songwriter. So many hits. Well, at least give me the Pixies or something like. There's no Pixies album. Sorry. <laughs> Roscoe, how do you feel about Stephen Tyler? Because I could see you not liking Stephen Tyler that much. Um, I don't like Stephen Tyler that much, but Good I think man. he has to be in this tournament, though. I mean, I think he's he's. One of these quintessential rock and roll frontmen. Yeah, um, and I also think Aerosmith. I, I don't like him largely because of what Aerosmith became. Like Aerosmith, mm. the first you know, fifteen years was a lot better than whatever they are now. Whatever they have, totally been. fair. That's fair. They started making the Armageddon song, or you know, <laughs> don't <laughs> close my eyes. <laughs> so whatever they're up to yeah. now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, he, he belongs. I mean, he's a you know, he's a front man. He's a rock and roll front man. Distinctive voice, tons of hits, of course, been around yeah. forever. No, he belongs. But I'm not a huge, yeah, a huge. Fan. And let me tell you what, he might have. And again, I'm, I'm a gl- much bigger fan of Joe Perry. What's that? I'm a much bigger fan yeah. of Joe Perry. No yeah. question, like absolutely. Yeah, I would say that if you took Robert Plant and Jimmy Page and gave them more showmanship, which again, Aerosmith benefited by coming after. Mm. Uh, the Tyler Perry dynamic was a little bit more like for the fans in terms of performance. Oh, right, right, yes, yes, yes. In terms of performance art, rather than, than just. I mean, Jimmy Page and Robert Plant just let the music do the talking. Exactly. Well, they're, they're and and don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like they're phenomenal. They're in the they're in the gosh darn dance guys. But the bottom line is, the thing is most of the, they were performing well. It's just like people were so fucked up. Like, okay, that's fair. A lot of festivals and such. Yeah. Anyway, so the final the final person of the night, and I don't know why I just keep getting an irrational like love and respect. You're getting emotional. You're getting emotional <laughs> over this. But I'm not gonna lie, I know I made a little bit light of it on the first one, but I, I don't care because it's kinda true, even though it's sad. And he did lose. But if anybody took heroin addiction to the to extra innings and almost won. It is not only the lead singer of Velvet Revolver, but it is the lead singer of Stone Temple Pilots, Scott Weiland, sir. Welcome to the dance, you sweet stud. (laughs) Yeah, you and I have had conversations multiple times. Like, we were just waiting for like the last 15 plus years for Scott Weiland to die. And he held on. 
and he kept Best coming back. Best jeans ever. Best jeans ever. Best jeans ever. Maybe it is. <laughs> but the bottom line, and you pointed this out really well, Roscoe, last time you and I talked about this. Scott Rowland was a distinctive voice, but didn't always sound like the same. The same. Didn't always sound the, he always sounded like him, but didn't always sound the same. Right. Yeah. Chameleon. Uh, very chameleon STP shouldn't be as great as they are, but they are. He, he was in Velvet Revolver out of nowhere. Um, I'm going to make an argument about Axel eventually, which I actually think Scott Weiland cut through and Axel didn't, even though Axel's a one seed. And Again, there's a very little chance those two guys will meet because of the brackets, but my point is I think there's an argument for like the most solid dude in all the five criteria, which Alex kind of pulled out of me you know, during the show here. In which Scott Weiland may score the highest in each category. I'm not saying he's right. like he's got the best average score. He's got the most across the board. Yeah. yeah. Uh, five tooler. Yeah. Five tooler. Five, five tooler. Like, you know, you're going to build a franchise around one of these singers and you're going to have the money to buy other key, key agents. Scott Weiland is a really good pick. Yeah. And again, to his family who probably doesn't listen and to those who are offended by the flippancy of heroin addiction, I'm sorry. But my man literally got in trouble for heroin addiction like a million times and came back smelling like roses like 999,999 times. <laughs> that is a battle with an incredibly hard opponent. It's true. And it doesn't mean it's okay. I'm just saying it's amazing. Cindy, you're a nurse practitioner. I don't want you to oh medically weigh in because you're also an avid... What do avid, you think about heroin? You're, uh, Cindy, what do you think about... No, but you're also an avid concert goer. I would love yeah. to get your take on Scott Weiland. I mean, I love him. I voted for him on the uh, Facebook poll. Yeah, I agree. He He's amazing. Uh, not just for his uh, constant addiction and fighting that off, but... He's just an incredible musician. Um, I still see like old STP concerts on like Palladia or MTV Live, and I always have to stop and watch it because yes, yes. it just like reels me in. He's a great, has a great stage presence and like an amazing voice. Correct. So I agree. Scott Weiland. Solid pick. Is just, again, I, I'm not tipping my hand. I don't think Scott Weiland's going to win this. No. But honestly, I kind of hope he does. But I think we've talked enough about him. <laughs> Yeah, he's just stuck. Roscoe, any lingering picks? Wait, oh, sorry, Roscoe, end the show on this. He has the four people. Who are your first four out? My first four out? Yeah. Okay, this is exciting. Well, I I was looking at the list, and I really only had three, so I just added one that we were talking about before. (laughs) And one of them, the last one I'm going to say, I'm only really saying it because I know it's going to bother you because you have a hot take on this person Uh and his band, which which I'm going to bait you into in in, in just a minute. Perfect. <clears throat> so my last four out. First of all, the one or first four out. The one I just added because we brought him up, and I heard his band uh, playing outside of the place I went to breakfast with a couple friends the other morning. Uh, Michael Hutchins of In Excess. Yep. Is, is in my first four out. Love that. Um, Love that. Love I'm you, Michael. I'm gonna go. Ozzy Osbourne. Yep. I'm gonna go Sting. Ooh, and you know I love st- you. First of all, let's back up. Let's back up. Because you yeah. know I love me some Sting. And I love that you're going to sure. hit me with Sting and then yeah. flip it on me right now. I'm going to flip it right now. What mode is the squid on? Watch this. Watch what I do now. <laughs> and my my last, uh, number four in my first four out, Jim Morrison, go. Okay, Jim Morrison is the most underrated person ever. Not because he sucks, because the doors stink. 
The doors are so bad. And this is great because my brother's going to yell at me. But the point is this. I don't know what you're talking about. The doors, the doors stink. And Jim Morrison's the only reason anybody cares about them, which is actually, let me say this. Jim Morrison is an incredible front man because he pulled that piece of crud band into the (laughs) Rock and Roll Hall of Fame single-handedly on his charisma and awesomeness. So I don't dislike Jim Morrison. I dislike the doors, and I respect Jim Morrison for doing yeoman's work. It's like Tom Brady in 06 trying to throw to Rasheed Caldwell. Wow. Good God, y'all. He made them better than they were. I don't hate you, Jim Morrison. Doors, you have six good songs, and 50 I hate, and unfortunately all 50 are on the radio all friggin' day. Touch me, baby. That song stinks. It's my birthday, so I'm ranting. Alex, rebut it, and we're out of here. How do you rebut that? I don't think there's any sane or reasonable, objective human being who would say that any of those songs are bad. They're literally part of the fabric of America. Like... Uh, and this is why Donald Trump is president, folks. Yes, this is what's wrong. Unless it's the fabric I'm, of America. I mean, like, the fabric of, like, smart Americans. Touch me, baby. Song stinks. I'm, I'm, it's like Elvis in Vegas in a jumpsuit. Song stinks. <laughs> yeah, that's one song. They've got, like, a hundred good ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Well, that one really messes up my 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 point of view. I mean, Gav chose the one song that they decided to make after a fucking Las Vegas fucking show tune. It's like, yeah, dude, it's, they it's, even did that one well because you know what? You remember it, you know it. All right. Well, anyway, Roscoe, do you like Jim Morrison? Do you like The Doors? I think it's a great choice. Uh, yeah, I like. Well, I like them more than you do. <laughs> Absolutely. Clearly. Obviously. Um, nobody enjoys Break On Through more than me. And nobody enjoys. Nobody enjoys. Um, what was the song? The end from. Uh, um, great, great song. Man. What's the movie though? What's the movie? The Vietnam movie. Um, Martin Sheen's in Platoon? it. Platoon? No. Apocalypse, Apocalypse Now. Now. Apocalypse Now. Yeah. And that the end is an unbelievable part of an unbelievable movie. I I, I don't. What about Love Me Two Times? Great blues, like, like I know. Or actually, you know what? And Roadhouse Blues is my jam. Forget about it. Waffle High, Class of '97, Roadhouse Blues. Let's roll, baby, roll. Roadhouse Blues. Okay, fine. I'm in on the doors as being better than I just said for five minutes. But you know what? Still, Jim Morrison, you're the man. Screw you, the rest of the doors. Yeah. Robbie Krieger. Uh, I did that good. mostly to uh, light your fire. Pun intended. Hey, And Robbie right. Krieger wrote that song, just so we know. Not Jim Morrison. Good old Robbie Krieger. Just hey, Robbie Krieger, um, if you have a Twitter handle, I'll blow you up on Twitter this week. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he actually, he but but if I was going to have one of my one of those last four out to get in the dance and replace Eddie Vedder, I'd probably go Ozzy. Really? Wow. How do you guys feel about Ozzy? I know you're up against it, Roscoe, but... Is there, is there too much solo? Too much solo from Ozzy? Not enough Sabbath? It is, is that, more is to do with the fact that I grew up with it. Same. Yeah. yeah. What's the problem? I was going to... I think Cindy and I... Concur that Eddie better to us. Okay, so they're saying they they so, grew up with Eddie. Yeah. None of grew up. We grew up. We went to college. We. Okay, so basically they're like, saying from a from a from a time yeah. from a timely yeah. standpoint, Eddie Vedder came in for them at a time that was more relevant to their lives and what, Aussie, what Aussie's body of work with Black Sabbath was. But 
Yeah. I will say this. As you and I talked about Roscoe on the first version of this, Ozzy blanked out James Hetfield of Metallica. He blanked out Did he? Dave Mustaine. I mean, he <laughs> is the Prince of Darkness for a reason. He's yeah. the Prince of Darkness. Been and believe me, nobody likes James Hetfield of Metallica more than me, except for my cousin Mike Hart probably. Secondarily... They were great playing toy instruments on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. I bet that's that amazing. Incredible. Roscoe, do yourself a favor and be three minutes yeah, late for whatever you're going to do and watch them sing Andrew Sandman with Jimmy Fallon and the Roots. Yeah, Think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's Metallica, it's the Roots, up. and it's Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all, all those have been Ask great. Every single one they've done has been great. Right. Do the Metallica one, yeah. All right. Roscoe, so we will be back, and I believe our judge and jury and executioner will be legendary Drilling Threes drummer dr green who who is the only person to ever have his only podcast appearance blocked as private erased on the filibuster freestyle in the history of the podcast my brother's doing a great job tonight of making this the second one but it's this too important might be number two. <laughs> but if we're gonna go through this and be truly rock and roll the only way to combat what Alex has done with the F-bomb tonight, which I celebrate in my personal life, is to bring back Dr. Green and see if Dr. Green can actually get through an episode without me having to shut the whole thing down. <laughs> this, is the, this is the long-awaited Drilling Threes podcast everybody's been waiting for. Oh my goodness gracious, it's the truth. All right, Roscoe P., I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Good luck to you with your day job this weekend. And yes, uh, Alex, thanks for being on, buddy. Thanks for having me. Sandy, thanks Chris, for being on. Happy, thanks happy Thanksgiving, man. And Roscoe too, P., man. great job tonight. We will be back for the Sweet 16 Elite Eight Final Four and Championship in one podcast coming up. But first, we all know it, we all love it. The outro song. It's David Byrne. Oh, by the way, Alex wanted David Byrne. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be comedy gold, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>